वेलकम टू हिट बुल्स आईज पॉडकास्ट बिग बुल की पाठशाला वी हेल्प स्टूडेंट्स रियलाइज देयर करियर ड्रीम्स थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन एंड मेकिंग योर चॉइस टू सक्सीड इन योर करियर वेलकम टू हिट बुल्स आईज पॉडकास्ट where we are trying to keep you ahead of competition by sharing current affairs tips for various exams and interviews with eminent speakers make sure you follow the podcast and share this episode with your friends who are preparing for any competitive exam i am nitika and in today's episode we are going to cover world environment day 2022 Every year an estimated 7 million people die as a result of air pollution with the bulk of deaths occurring in the Asia Pacific region. So this World Environment Day is a call of action to all of us to protect our environment which includes anything from littering to global warming. So the United Nations first established the World Environment Day in 1972. and decided to observe it on june 5th every year so this day promotes global activism so world environment day is a worldwide celebration as well as a forum for public education so this event in 2019 was hosted by china which is currently owning half of the world's electric vehicles and 99% of the world's electric buses the first world environment day was held 50 years back with the slogan of only one earth which still stands true as earth is our sole home and for humanity it is very important to protect it so going back to the history that why we felt the need for the environmental protection Back in 1968 when the United Nations General Assembly has highlighted and discussed the emergency of environmental changes by giving the emerging scientific evidences. In 1967 a research conducted and uh, it gave some uh, heartbreaking and it gave some valuable evidences on our global temperature based on the carbon dioxide levels and it stated that from that year onwards any doubling of the carbon dioxide levels can actually rise the global temperature by 2 degrees celsius so this idea of conference came by the swedish government in 1972 which is why it is also called as the swedish initiative So this is one picture of the conference and as you can see that our the then former prime minister Mrs Indira Gandhi she is holding the stage and uh, she is marking her presence in this conference which is called as the Stockholm conference 1972 so it is said to be one of its kind and the first conference which was organized or held for the planetary environment and natural resources with the aim to create a common governance framework for our natural resources and the environment and of course it was held in the year 1972 and it was themed as the only one earth so this united nations conference on the human environment was held in stockholm again between 5th to 16th of june 1972 which is why we celebrate 5th of june every year as the world environment day 
so this conference was very important and some of the key takeaways from this conference were clubbed into the three dimensions the first one which is the stockholm declaration so stockholm declarations had in total 26 principles incorporated some of the key areas which are to be taken care during the environmental protection policies for example we have natural resources and wildlife must be safeguarded the renewable resources must be maintained the non renewable resources must be shared and not exhausted the pollution must not exceed the environment's capacity to clean itself to prevent oceanic pollution improve the environment and establish standards environmental education and research and to eliminate the destructive weapons so this was majorly the key areas which were incorporated in the stockholm declaration so this declaration was drafted by the developing and developed economies who recognized that the humans have the capability to they have an extraordinary power to actually put some implications on the environmental changes which may have a negative as well as the positive repercussions on the environment the second and the most important declaration most important takeaway from the stockholm conference was the action plan so this action plan was again incorporated in the three key dimensions such as the global environment assessment program second is environmental management activities and third is international measures to support the assessment and management activities carried out at the national as well as the international levels so the last dimension of this conference was very important and that is the establishment of united nations environment program so this unep is a leading global environmental authority which was established the same day and it sets the global environmental agendas it promotes the sustainable development within the united nations organizations and serves as an authoritative advocate for global environmental protection currently it is campaigning some of the major environmental campaigns such as un 75 we have wild for life uh, world environment day and beat pollution it also publishes some of the key reports which currently Uh, all the environmental organizations are uh, even using them in their researches such as emission gap report adaptation gap report and global environmental outlook so recently the united nations environment program has released the making peace with nature report which is uh, given ahead of the fifth session of the united nations environmental assembly so why this conference so important for us that uh, repetitively or every year we hear about it or we discuss about it see it was first of its kind an initiative by any government or any set of organization which is primarily focusing on the environment prior to this conference even united nations did not have any agenda or any objective set in their blueprint which is related to the environmental protection and until 1972 many 
countries in the world did not even have any environmental ministries or any kind of departments or set of policies which are primarily and focused on the environment even in india the ministry of environment and forest came in the year 1985 after 1972 even the newspapers and several magazines have started covering the headlines related to the environmental protection the mercury poisoning and even the extinction of flora and fauna so like i had mentioned that this is the importance of the uh, stockholm 1972 so after 1972 several efforts have been made in tune to the environmental protection many conventions and conferences were held after 1972 which were focused on the degradation of land on the on the extinction of species flora and fauna and even in tune to the climatic changes so let us now study some of those conventions and conferences in detail so the first one in the list we have is ipcc which stands for intergovernmental panel on the climate change so this ipcc is uh, basically a scientific governmental body which was established by two of the united nation organizations that is world meteorological organization and the unep so this particular organization embodies a report which is given on the scientific and the uh, environmental impact on the nations and how it is going to trickle down to the economic growth and progress right then the second one we have is united nations conference on environment and development or it is also called as rio summit or earth summit in 1992 so this summit as uh, mentioned it was uh, established or it was held in the year 1992 in rio de janeiro in brazil and it is termed as the first earth summit or it is termed as the earth summit and this particular summit is very important as is it led to the three major dimensions in the environmental protection segment first is the rio declaration on the environment and development the second one is the agenda 21 which of course you must be hearing a lot because all the competitive exams of uh, the environment segment has become now the uh, you know hot leading segment in the competitive exams and in uh, several areas now the questions relating to the environmental protection policies the conventions and summits have been asked now and then and the third one is the forest principles so the rio declaration uh, precisely contained 27 principles that were supposed to guide the countries for the sustainable development agenda 21 is an action plan which concerns the sustainable development but it is not a binding document and the forest principles they are called as the non legally binding authoritative statements for the global consensus on the management conservation and sustainable development so what is sustainable development you are hearing it now third time in this session what is sustainable development so 
breaking into two parts sustainable development a development which is sustained for a longer period of time which means that we use our resources in such a way that currently we meet our demands whereas we keep those resources intact for our future generation so let's just say if you are using something at your place right now and you are so obsessed or you are so much uh, you know you want that thing in such a way that you want to preserve it for a longer period of time so you are going to use it currently in the most judicious way so that that particular resource stays with you for a longer period of time of course we all are so obsessed with money and every now and then we think of multiplying it so in the same way sustainable development is a process wherein the environmentalists are concerned that all our exhaustible resources must be used in a way of course the exhaustible resources cannot be multiplied as the crude oil the fossil fuels of course they cannot be multiplied in a shorter span of time which is why the environmentalists are concerned that they must be used judiciously so that we can have a longer duration or we can use them at a very longer span of time and due to this purpose several organizations and countries and even the government bodies are currently they are into uh, they are planning the alternate uses of those exhaustible sources for example we have now solar energy we have hydel energy we have geothermal energy oceanic energy and of course we are using biofuels in the aeroplanes as well so plastic free economy so these are cert several examples which always hit the you know uh, headlines to the newspapers that the governments are going uh, you know uh, carbon free economies are there or circular economy so these are certain uh, areas which need to be covered and of course they all are focused on one particular goal that is the environmental protection or you can say earth protection right so going further to UNFCCC which is the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change so UNFCCC is an inter again international conventional treaty which seeks to reduce the atmospheric concentrations of greenhouse gases with the aim of preventing the dangerous anthropogenic interference to the earth's climate system and it was again signed in the year 1992 again as a uh, you know ahead of this 1992 uncd which is united nation conference on environment and development so unfccc was again uh, kind of a you know a, a child conclusion of the earth summit right and there are 197 parties to this convention unfccc and india is one of the party then moving further to the uncd which is united nations convention to combat the desertification firstly desertification is the degradation of land in the arid semi arid or dry humid areas due to the anthropogenic or the climatic activities right so un according to unccd reports it says that by the year 2025 around 2/3 of the world is going to be stressed or it's going to be living under the water stressed ecosystem and nearly 1.8 billion people in the world are going to experience the absolute water scarcity 
so uncd was also established in the year 1994 and it is a legally binding international agreement so by legally binding international agreement we mean that if any party to this contract if they fail to meet the terms and conditions of this treaty so they are going to be penalized according to the contract or according to the agreement so then next we have is the convention on biological diversity so the cbd or united nations convention on biological diversity so it is a legal binding treaty again which is to conserve the biodiversity since 1993 so this particular treaty has three main objectives one is the conservation of biological diversity second the sustainable use of components of biological diversity and thirdly the fair and equitable sharing of the benefits arising out of the utilization of genetic resources so as you can see in most of the conventions and conferences we are focusing more on the sustainable use of our resources even india had enacted the biological diversity act in the year 2002 for giving effect to the provisions under the cbd which is conference or the convention on the biological diversity then moving ahead to the most important part of the environmental efforts that is the paris agreement or we can say as a paris deal so it is an international agreement to combat the climate change to reduce mitigate or uh, the greenhouse gas emissions from this planet and the main aim of paris agreement is to keep the global temperature in this century below 2 degrees celsius and pushing it further to 1.5 degrees celsius and to strengthen the ability of the countries to deal with their impacts of the climate change so carbon neutrality of course we are moving ahead through this paris agreement that we might we want to go for carbon neutral economies or uh, you know zero carbon trading has to be there and there can be you know zero carbon economies so even in india is also in line to make itself a carbon neutral economy so in this paris agreement even we have the national uh, determined uh, ndcs which are the nationally determined contributions so they are conceived as a part of paris agreement in which under ndcs the each party they can prepare they can communicate and they can maintain their own nationally determined contributions that they themselves intend to achieve right so paris agreement is basically an arrangement which is replacing the earlier climatic deal under the kyoto protocol so then next one is sustainable development goals which we have derived under the johannesburg summit 2012 and it is taken as a successor of the millennium development goals so sdgs are the summation of the 17 major goals which are uh, mentioned here so the 17 goals under sdgs are no poverty zero hunger good health and well being quality education gender equality clean water and sanitation affordable and clean energy decent work and economic growth industry innovation and infrastructure reduced inequalities sustainable cities and communities responsible consumption and production climate action life below water life on land peace justice and strong institutions and lastly partnerships for the goals so 
as we have just done the sustainable development goals these are important for a comfortable peaceful and a happy life on the planet which is why they are carefully designed by uh, almost the entire world almost the high dignitaries uh, heading uh, head of the governments in the world right so united nations of course we all know it is the largest organizations and sustainable development goals is again you know it is the brain child of those high dignitaries who actually tend to work and they want to go further to make our planet more livable so now coming back to the world environment day 2022 so this year has marked the 50 years of 1972 stockholm conference and this year this event was co-hosted by sweden and kenya and it will take place under the theme a healthy planet for the prosperity of all our responsibility our opportunity so the stockholm plus 50 it marks a milestone in our collective journey towards a healthy planet so it offers the opportunity to reflect on celebrate and build upon the 50 years of environmental action of course this particular conference is very important right now as we know that our planet is going through the covid-19 recovery phase and we are uh, parallelly you know we are going through the triple planetary crisis which comprises the climate change the nature and biodiversity loss and the pollution and the waste so we are actually banking upon the stockholm plus 50 conference so that we get some strong evaluations and we get some strong deadlines on meeting on achieving our sustainable development goals but however uh, you know there are several key challenges which are being faced by the organizations all across the world while we ever we talk about the environmental protection since the very beginning the global politics had impacted the conference adversely and some nations even expressed their concerns regarding the dominance of rich countries and they even said that the policies are more or less dominated Uh, and they are inclined towards the interests of the wealthier or industrialized nations and even within the next 50 years we are realizing that almost 1 to 3 billion people are even projected to be left outside the climatic conditions currently poverty is a bigger challenge and it is a bigger hurdle for all the developing economies and even to achieve our sustainable development goals poverty inequalities are some of the major roadblocks and even it is being mentioned that the world is currently on the track to warm at least 3 degrees above the pre-industrial levels by the year 2100 and this is nearly twice the 1.5 degrees warming as mandated in the paris agreement so of course the environment as Uh, we take it and as we project it it is not going on that way our policies our frameworks our conventions and conferences however they are on papers but it is getting harder day by day to put it into the action so however a majority of the world needs to understand that the ecology and conservation will not work against their interests instead this will bring an improvement in our lives and even the industrialized nations they are basically worried about 
currently the pollution the air pollution the water pollution whereas the less developed economies are currently they are uh, actually you know they are uh, finding it very hard to get out of the grip of the poverty so therefore the measures for environmental protection must be adopted carefully ensuring that the upliftment of the developing uh, economies must be also there so as the time is already running late and it is high time for us now even uh, for other organizations for the stockholm plus 50 uh, declaration also to set up such strict and specific deadlines to realize the goals which are driven towards the sustainable environment so this is nitika signing off for today i hope you like the session and you please share it with other students your friends colleagues if they are also preparing for the competitive exam the world environment day is very important topic from the exam point of view and even from the gds and interviews point of view as this is a very alarming topic not only for us but for the organizations and the governments as well thank you so much